and they got loose. Uh, you hear them? Little Lindsay, she's wanting to talk this morning. Thank you guys for being with us. Take your Bibles, if you do have them, to John chapter number 3. John chapter number 3. I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad God saved me. I uh, heard a preacher, I was taking a, a college class one time, and he said, uh, he said, uh, teach you a song. He taught us a song. It says, I'm glad salvation's free. It goes like this. I'm glad salvation's free. I'm glad salvation's free. Salvation's free for you and me. I'm glad salvation's free. Man, salvation's free indeed, amen. John chapter number three, we're going to get started here. And uh, I thank each and every one of you for giving of your Sunday morning to be in church. You're, maybe you're in your living room. Uh, maybe you're sitting there in your recliner. I don't know what you are doing. Or maybe you're sitting in the pew. We do have a couple here this morning. But look, ultimately... This is our chance to praise the Lord, our chance to worship God together. Please, um, as we've sang songs, you've taken that seriously. And then as we move forward, John 3. So last week we talked about the love of God <coughs> and the depth in which God's love was. But tonight I would just want to, or this morning, just some things to learn from John 3, 17. 3, 17 through 21. you got your Bibles open to John chapter 3, let's all read together. If you will, John 3 and verse number 17. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten of the Son. And this is the commandment, uh, condemnation, that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth, light, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth, doeth truth cometh to the light, and that his deeds may be manifest, made manifest, and they are wrought in God. So here we are, John 3.16 describes to Nicodemus the love of God. But then he says, I want to teach you a few things about what's to come. What is to come? What is what has happened? So first of all, just by way of introduction, he tells us in verse number 17 that there is the coming of Christ. Verse 17, he said, for God sent. Who did God send? It was the coming of Christ. Now, understand what was taking place here in this time period. They were not believing that he was the Son of God. People were coming to him questioning whether he was the Son of God or not. But he said God sent his Son. Who was his Son? Jesus Christ was the Son of God. And so there he is. He's saying he sent the Son of God. So the Son of God has been sent. So there may be some today that say, well, I don't know that Jesus ever came. I'm going to tell you, he came. You say, how do you know 
because Jesus said in John 3, 17, God sent, which means that it already was done. It means that it was already accomplished. It means that He already did it. So God sent His Son. Who was His Son? He was Jesus Christ. So you may say, I don't believe it. Well, you believe it or not, the Bible says it. He's come. Who? Who sent Him? God sent Him. Why? Why did God send him? Why did God send his son? I don't know. You say, I don't know. Why did God send his son? Let us look in this text. John 3, 17 says, God sent not his son into the world to what? To condemn the world. What did he send his son to do? He did not send his son into this world to condemn the world. He did not send his son into this world to, to curse the world. He did not send his son into the world to say, uh, you, you can't overcome. He did not come into this world uh, to condemn the world. That's what he did not come to do. He has not come to, to condemn the world. Many people think that God is an angry God or God is, a, is an unrighteous God or God is mean and God is... Is uh, he, he he causes bad things to happen. Bad things do happen. God allows things to happen. But ultimately, God did not come to condemn the world. God did not come to curse the world. What did he come for? Luke 19.10 tells us that Jesus came. Jesus said in John Luke chapter 19, verse number 10, For the Son of Man is come. Why is he come? He said he's not come to condemn the world. Luke 19.10 tells us he's come. He said, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Why did He come? He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Who's lost this morning? He came to save you. Who's without Christ? He came to save you. He did not come to condemn you. He did not come to throw you into hell. He came that you might be saved. That you would be saved. No longer lost. No, Luke chapter 5 and verse 32, the Bible says... He says, I'm come. Why did he come? He said, I'm not come to condemn. I am come to seek and to save that which is lost. Not only that, but he said, I'm come to call the righteous. I'm not called, I'm not come to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. So you say, why did he come? He said, I didn't come. He said, I didn't come uh, to condemn the world. He said, I didn't come for the righteous. He said, I've come to seek and to save that which was lost. He said, I've come to call sinners to repentance. You may ask the question, why did Jesus come? I'm going to tell you why Jesus came. Jesus came to give life and that you might have it more abundantly. Yeah. He came so that all each and every person in this world could go to heaven. That's why he came. That's why he came. He said, John 3, 17, he came not to condemn the world. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus came to call the, the sinners to repentance. The Bible says in Peter, God's not willing that any should perish, but that all men should come into repentance. God doesn't want anybody to die and go to hell. He wants everybody to go to heaven. Amen. So just by way of introduction, why did he come? Why did he come? Why did he come? For you. Why did he come? For me. Why did he come? <coughs> so that I could be found. You know that song? Oh. Uh, 
amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was what lost, but now am found. Why? Did he come to find me? I don't know why he would find me. What would he find in me that he would say, yep, he's worthy of it? Why would he come to me and say he's worthy of it? I don't know. But he did. He came to me. He came and gave his life on that cross. Not for just anybody but for me. Why? For you. So that you would not have to go to hell. See, here's the deal. Is that God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. So anybody that will listen today, next week, next month, as, we, as this video gets replayed, as you guys that are sitting here, God came to save you today. Bible says, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring. He came to save. <clears throat> so now let's move on to the sermon. Number one, let's look at the contrast of the men. The contrast of the men. Look at verse number 18. So he said, God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, that all the, the, the world through him might be saved. Okay? Verse 18. He says, but he, he that believeth on him is not condemned, and he that believeth not is condemned already. So here's the contrast of the two men. Who's the two men here? We have people who do believe, and we have people that do not believe. You see, again, 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 this scripture again teaches us that Jesus Christ came to give us life, okay? But then also we see the contrast, the two different contrasts. Uh, now watch this. He that believeth on him is not condemned. What does that mean? He that believes on, or he that believeth on Jesus Christ can go to heaven. He that doesn't believe doesn't get to go to heaven. Is condemned. Look, as we look at this, and again, it's not based on how good you are. It's not based on what church you attend. It's not based on what you can do. It's not based on all your good deeds. It's based on the belief <coughs> in Jesus Christ. Amen. None other. None other way. The Bible says in James chapter number 2, verse number 19, he says, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So what are you saying, preacher? I mean this. Hey, you can believe in Jesus Christ. You can believe and say, I believe. But do you really believe? Have you put your faith in Him? <coughs> and that's what this verse is talking about. Is putting your faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Not just how I believe in God. No, no, no. I believe in Christ for salvation. He is the answer for 
many people will stand before God and say, yep, I believed in him and won't go to heaven. And the reason that will take place is they never truly put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? There's two, there's two men. I don't know if you remember the story in the, in the New Testament. Jesus tells of the rich man and Lazarus, two men. One man named the rich man, the other one named Lazarus. They died. The Bible says that one went to Abraham's bosom and one went to hell. Here's two men. One believed and one did not believe. You can choose to do one of the two options. You can either choose to believe or choose not to believe. And every single person in this world will choose one or two things. You will choose to believe or you will choose not to believe. And there's only two options when you die. When you die, the Bible tells us that when to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. The moment I take my last breath is the moment I get to go to heaven. But I'm here to tell you there's only two ways. You either go to heaven or you go to hell. Amen. You either believe and are not condemned or you don't believe and you are condemned. Man. There's two contrasts. That's the contrast. Believe and you're not condemned. Believe not and you are condemned. And that's condemned to hell. Look at verse number 19. Number one. Number one, we see the contrast of the men. Number two, we see the condemnation. Look at verse number 19. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. The Bible tells us in the verse number 19 that mankind is condemned because of their sin. They're not condemned because <coughs> of what they've done. They're condemned because of their sins. And this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world. Who is that light? Who is that light that's coming to the world? That's Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He is that light. So Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into this world. And many have rejected. And many have turned away. And many won't receive the gift. Many will not believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Many will turn from that. But I'm here to tell you, Christian, I'm here to tell you, lost person, that if you don't put your faith and belief in Jesus Christ, there will come a day when there will be a condemnation. See, there was a great favor showed in this text. There's a great favor showed on this earth. And that was when Jesus Christ came from heaven to this earth to live. And the Bible says, and, he, and, he, and, the, and the light is come into the world. And the men love darkness. This light, the light of the world, has come into this world. Jesus Christ being that light. He came into the world. And as it says, I believe in 1 John, and the world received him not. Uh, the world received him not. He was the light of the world. And he and the world received him not in John 1. Look. He's come to give us favor. He's come to share his light. So we see the condemnation of mankind is coming. We see the favor. that There is no greater favor than the light that would come into this world. And the favor of man. What's the favor of man? Look at verse number 19. He says, And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. These men love darkness. 
These men love sin. These men love darkness. And darkness represents light. Darkness represents light. <coughs> and so the light, they love their darkness. They love their sin. The Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season. Their sin, their deeds, their favor. Look, sin condemns. Sin condemns. The Bible says in Hebrews 9 and verse number 27, It is appointed unto man once to die. After this, the judgment. So as we look at this this morning, as we look at this, this condemnation has come. And it's come to this world. And it's not because of their good deeds. And it's not because of what's taking place in their life. It's because of the sin. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 12, Wherefore is by one man sin in the world, and death by sin. So death was passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Every person has sinned. And we need the blood applied to our lives so that we won't suffer the same condemnation that comes to every person that is without Jesus Christ. So, I'm here. I, I want to ask you something. Have you ever tasted or have you ever had the blood applied to your life? Have you ever had the blood applied to your life? This is the condemnation. Don't live in your sin. Don't live in your sin. Don't live in your sin of, of unbelief. Verse number 20. Listen to what it says about everyone. He says, For everyone that doeth evil hateth what? The light. Verse 20. Everyone, everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Hateth the light. See, those that do evil, those that live in sin, those that don't, they hate the light. What is that light? Jesus Christ. He says in the New Testament, Everyone, uh, I'm not going to quote it exactly right. Everyone that lives godly shall suffer persecution. Do you know why? Because the world or the evil hates the light. Neither cometh to the light. Now, lastly, number three, and I'll be done. Number three. We see the contrast to man. We see the... Uh, we see the condemnation. And then lastly, number three, we see the contrast of righteousness. Contrast to righteousness. Verse 21. Verse 20 and 21. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, and his deeds may be made manifest. They are wrought in God. So here's, here's the contrast. You have the contrast of evil and the contrast of righteousness. Verse number 21 he that doeth truth, righteous. Verse 20, he that doeth evil, doeth evil, hateth light, neither cometh to the light. See, it, now, now here it is. We see the contrast. The contrast of, of good is he's going to do right. And the contrast of, of someone who lives in sin is, is going to do evil. Then we have the contrast of righteousness in verse number 21. Uh, he says, and the righteous will come to the light. Verse number 20, uh, the, the, those that live in sin or those that are condemned, those that are in, that, that live in, in their sin, they will not come to the light. The Bible says, neither cometh to the light. And look, as we look at this, 
This <coughs> is the exact opposite, the exact, the, the contrast that takes place here is you look at righteousness, you look at right. Right is always right and wrong is always wrong. But the righteousness of God is right here. And then we have the sin, the evil, the deeds, the, the, the evil things that we do. And, and there's, there is this, there, there it is, the two contrasts. Now, do we see this contrast here this morning? We see the contrast of evil and the contrast of good. And the contrast of good, the contrast of righteousness, that means that He'll come to the light. We need to come to the light. And, and evil that, that does their own thing and, and they live in their own sin. they got to do their own thing and they'll never come to the light. I would hope and I would pray that there would not be ever a person that would in this world would ever not come to the light See, the Bible says that God's not willing that any should perish. God wants all to be saved. And verse number 18, 17, he says that the world through him might be saved. How much? The whole world. Not just some of the world, not just part of the world, but the whole world might be saved. See, God wants every person to come to the light. John 14, 6. I am the way. Jesus said unto them, I am the way the truth, and the life. I am the way, truth, and life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. God is the light. Jesus is the life. Jesus is the truth. Come to him. Don't be like the evil and refuse to come to the light. Come to the light. Not only do we see those that live evil won't come to the light, they won't, they'll do evil, and then lastly, their deeds will be reproved, lest his deeds should be reproved. Verse 21, the deeds of the righteous, the Bible says, will be made manifest. So the contrast, we've looked at the contrast, we've looked at the contrast of man, the contrast of righteousness and the condemnation to mankind. I'm going to close with this thought. With this thought here. Are you condemned? Or are you one that has believed? The only way that you can be condemned, the only way that you can be condemned is not believing. You can't be condemned because you're a bad person. You can't be condemned because of your past. You can't be condemned because of what you're doing right now. You can only be condemned because of your unbelief. So here it is. Will you or will you not? Will you believe or will you say no? It's up to you. It's up to each and every one of you whether you believe or don't believe. See, I would like to tell you that I can make you believe, but I can't. I would like to tell you that I can't let you go to hell, but I can't do that. It has to be your choice. It has to be the choice that you make. I made my choice, and I put my faith and my belief in Jesus Christ. I believed, so I'm not condemned. Have you believed? If you have belief, then you're not condemned. Amen. But you say, I'm sitting out there today and I, I've not believed. I'm condemned. 
If you were to die today, do you know for sure that you'd go to heaven? You say, well, I'm not, I'm not 100% for sure. Please let us know. Please let us know. We'd be glad to take a Bible and show you what it means to know for sure that you're on your way to heaven. We're going to close with a word of prayer. But I ask you again, will you choose? What will your choice be? What will your choice be? Let us pray together tonight. Lord, I thank you for today. As we go about our way, as those that have prayed, they're praying in their living rooms, or I pray and ask that if there's one in here under the sound of my voice that doesn't know for sure they're on their way to heaven, I pray that they would put away that doubt and decide to believe. I thank God that I'm not condemned. I thank, that I, I thank God that I've believed. Thank you for coming to this world to seek and to save that which was lost. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for all that you've done. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, it's not going to let you until you push close on the battery.